Father, we thank you for your blessings. Father, we thank you that you're going to speak to each one of us this morning. We ask that you give us a heart to hear. Help us to concentrate. Help us to put aside every thought that would try to disturb us. Help us to receive your word with faith. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. I believe that our message this morning is good for our young people among us, but also it's good for our older people. The message that I have for you this morning is a message the Lord has put in my heart at least for a week now, and it's been burning in my heart. I want to start with scripture verses from Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9. We're going to read some scripture verses that are very familiar. These are scripture verses that are prophetic about the Messiah. We're going to start in verse 2 in English. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who have dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. This scripture verse was one of the main scripture verses that speaks, prophesies about Messiah. When he speaks here about a people, he speaks about the children of Israel, the people of Israel who have walked in, that they will see a light. Those that walk in the shadow of death, they will experience the the light of God. And when the word of the Lord here shares with us the word light, it also shares with us the meaning of hope. Imagine for yourselves that you're in a very dark cave and you have no way out. And you're looking just for a little splinter of hope. And all of a sudden you see a stream of light. Then all of a sudden you start thinking, wow, I've got hope. There's a way out of here. And this is exactly what this scripture verse is, this prophecy is sharing. In a moment where there is darkness and deep darkness over the land, in a time where there is no hope, a lack of hope, God is sending forth light. He's sending forth hope. And what is the hope? Let's go down to verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We believe that this scripture verse is about the Messiah. It's a prophecy that a child will be born, and he will, and he will have upon his shoulders a job, a government, a very important position. Then he gives a few names for this child. Normally in Israel, when you give a child a name, it's one name. They give one name. But according to what I understand in America, they like to give several names. For example, for Luan. His wife, you don't know, you don't know that she's only called Luann. She's called Gloria Luann. Karen's in shock. So when you see her again, you can say Gloria. Hello, Gloria. But don't say that I told you, that Danny told you. And so the point of giving more names to a child is to help add more history to this child so that he would not forget or she would not forget, he would not forget who they are. And it's probably uh, a thought that came about in order to help solve problems uh, between the family members. The wife wants uh, the child to be named after this person of the family. The father wants uh, the child to be named after this person in his family. So then they give two names and we're finished. But in this instance, it, this child doesn't have just one name because he has so much. So they gave him a few names, and his name will be called Wonderful, a Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Each one of these names is 
a name that symbolizes the Messiah. The hope that came to the world, the light that came to the world, came in the type with this child. They waited 2,000 years in a small place, a small village named Bethlehem. A child was born to the house of David, Yeshua the Messiah. And he came in an area where there was no hope. He came with true hope. And he brought hope to all of the people of Israel. With what kind of scripture verses does the Bible even start? In Genesis 1-1, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was what? Void and empty. And it means that the earth was void. It was empty. And what's the first thing that God says? Hannah's got the answers. or let there be light. That's the first thing. In the middle of an earth that was without form, that was void, that was darkness, God says, let there be light. Light by itself is not enough. Light needs to come with warmth. If we only have light, then we all know that even on this earth, without the warmth, things will freeze. But light brings warmth. But it's not only the light that would open our eyes and we can see it, but it's a light that is physical, that it brings life and warmth. All the things that we see around us, the trees, the flowers, all of these things, without light and the warmth of light, they would not exist. So this brings us to our main scripture verse that we're going to look at, which is in Ephesians chapter 5 in the New Covenant. Ephesians chapter 5. I praise God that 18 years ago, I saw the light. Danny saw the light in a little small army base in the area of Shechem on a Shabbat. And that light changed my life. And I want to tell you that the light of Messiah brings change. It's not just light that you look at it and you go, oh, what a nice light. It's an ore that re it's a light that reveals exactly who you are to God. And only when I saw myself really before God, then the change came. Then the life came. And I want to share with you, it wasn't so great to see who I really was in the eyes of God. But I, what I did is I made for myself, I made myself an image, I made myself into an image, uh, somebody who I thought I was. And the light really shows you who you really are. In Ephesians chapter 5, we're going to start with verse 8. Here we're speaking and we're reading about believers who have experienced the light. It says, For you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the world. Walk as children of light. So this is really the title of my message this morning, is Children of the Light. I believe that God is calling us this morning, as young people, as older people, to be part of the tribe, part of the family, part of the, the group that's called Children of Israel. Children of the Light. doesn't matter how you want to look at it, but God calls us at this time to be children of the light. He says, now act and behave responsibly like children of the light. What does it mean to behave like children of the light? He gives us here some lists, a list that will be able to show you exactly how a child of the light should behave or to react. And in my quick reading, I came through 12 signs. If you want to be of the tribe of the children of the light, these things need to be real and active in your life. The first thing, 
chapter 5, verse 1, it says they will walk in love. Ephesians 5, 1, they will walk in love. I can give a message on each one of these points, but I'm going to leave this for you for your homework. Children of the light should be walking in love. Walking in love should be part of your everyday life. Not just love one for another, but love for God. That's to say, God, I want to do everything that you want me to do. The second thing, they will have holy lips or sanctified lips. Things that we say will be things that are holy and things that are building up, encouraging. There will not be found on their lips any sort of cursing or curses or things that are not uplifting. The third thing is that they will want to be in the light. Do you know what it means to be in the light? That means that all of your life, every part of it is revealed. You cannot hide anything. Your life is completely revealed, open, clear. It's not so easy to have a completely open life like this. I, maybe I've given you this example before, but I'm going to share it with you again, maybe those of you that haven't heard. If it was possible to put on your forehead a plasma-type screen, and on this screen on your forehead, you would, everybody else would be able to see every thought that you had. Who's wanting to do this on your head? We have one that would be willing. I'm not so sure I am. <laughs> every thought you can see. Somebody else can see every thought. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> we need a lot of grace. I'm not sure that we'd even have friends among ourselves. God has called us to a lifestyle that we are in the light. We do not hide anything. And the one wonderful thing is that when you live in the light, that things that you do, you have no problem. You're not going to be ashamed of, of anything that comes out because you know that you're doing the right thing. But as soon as you know that something is not right, you've done something in, in secret. There will be people that you are being led by the Spirit. Verse 10 finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. They're not going to want, children of the light are not going to want everything. They're going to say to themselves, wait a minute, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, is this really acceptable to the Lord? Some of them, some of their friends might say, hey, let's go to the pub. I'm thinking that most of you adults are not going to the pub, but maybe you young people are coming into this. We have like a Pentium 4 in our head, and it needs to think. To the pub? What's, what at the pub? What's at the pub? What do I do there? Is it a place for me? No. I'm not going. To check, to always be on alert for these things. I know that there's been all of these um, bracelets, the colorful bracelets a lot of the young people have been wearing. It was in English, what would Yeshua do? Maybe you were in a certain situation. And then you would see this bracelet on your arm and you would say, oh, wait a minute, what would Yeshua do in this situation? And this bracelet would remind you. And if you think, well, would Yeshua be here? And if not, then don't do it. And if yes, then do it. These children of the light will not be participating in acts of darkness. In verse 11, 
and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of the darkness. So everything that we're speaking about darkness, it's everything that's against God and against the lifestyle of God, against the commandments of God. He calls us to not be participating in this. There are some things that are really big. And then there are some things that are really small. But these small things are also in the dark. And I believe that God is calling each of us, even to the smallest, tiniest detail, that we would be walking in the light. If you go down to the lower city here of Haifa, so if you go down, if you go down to the lower city, you'll see there's stores and there's shops that sell a lot of different types of films and movies. So then I, I would walk by there and I would say, wow, there are children's movies down here for only 20 shekels. So then I bought it. Then I looked and I saw like in a real store, it says the originals are 120 shekels. So why would somebody want to buy something for 120 shekels when you can buy it for 20 shekels? Then I saw this in, in the newspaper. I saw this advertisement of all of these forgeries of movies, forged things, and people that are doing all of these copies are actually people that are going against the law. God said to me that every time that you participate or you buy one of these cheaply made videos, you are actually participating in the works of darkness. So I threw all those things out of my house so I pay attention into detail that if I have something or I'm going to buy something, that it's going to be completely legal what I buy. This is just a small example, but this can go into all aspects of our life. That everything should be in the light. That we would not participate in anything in the darkness. There will be these people, the children of the light, will be those who are going to um, be able to, with the children of darkness, they are going to be able to uh, confront them. You will be able to confront them in love. You will be able to go to them and speak to them in love. But this is true love, true love. True love is to see your brother or your sister walking in light. Let me give you a little bit of advice here. Don't go to somebody and tell them to do something that you yourself are not doing. You have no right, you have no power, and no authority to do that. But to be able to say to him in love that you are clear before God in this area of the life. To walk carefully. They will not be able to participate in everything. They will take advantage of every opportunity, children of the light. Children of the light will take advantage of every opportunity. Maybe it's an opportunity to pray, an opportunity to read the word, an opportunity to do a good deed. You know that each day that we have so many different opportunities? We have so many. Most of them we don't see, we don't even pay attention to because we're so busy in our own daily lives. I want you to do a little test at home, only for one day, that you would 
write down how many times throughout the day that you actually say the word I. And I promise you it'll be a lot. Because our natural character is to always look out for me, to pay attention to me. What do I need? What do I want? What are they going to do for me? But we have opportunity to put forth our hand and to give a supporting hand to help other people. You'll see how much that by doing this, you'll be able to bless others and by that blessing God. They will want the will of God, children of the light. Children of the light will know the will of God only through prayer. Children of the light will be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19, Ephesians 5, 19, 18. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. We had not too long ago two weddings. And we had a lot of visitors at these two weddings. Visitors from here within the congregation, visitors from outside the congregation. And at both of these uh, weddings, both the bride and the groom said there will be no alcohol served. And I remember that we had a lot of laughing and a lot of dancing and a good time. And we had dancing also at a restaurant. We had a good time. And there was many people around that said, I can't believe that you could actually be so happy like this without alcohol being involved. But our true alcohol that we get, our true life that we get is from the Spirit of God. That's why it says be filled with the Spirit. Do you know that each day you can be filled with the Spirit? It's not just a one-time experience that you have in your life. God has a whole ocean full of spirit to give to us. He says, take, drink. And each time that you're filled with the spirit, what you can do is in verse 19, you will be able to speak to one another in psalms, with hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. When you're full of the Spirit of God, you are always rich. Oh, you are always full of song. You will not be depressed. You won't be with your head down. There's a down inside. There's joy, even in the midst of trouble. I've learned something very important a few days ago. When my wife, Denny's wife is not here, he has the freedom to just share with you a few things. We went to this, Danny and his wife went to the supermarket to uh, get a few groceries. So I'm thinking to myself, what do we need? Thinking in my head and start to taking things. And Luann's in the middle of the supermarket singing away. And she's not singing in her heart. She's singing out loud. She's taking things from the shelf, saying, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I look at her, and I think, and people also are looking around. And she doesn't really pay attention to it. And I see it. So think for yourself that you're in the supermarket with somebody else, and they're starting to sing hallelujah. So I, I just kind of went away from her a little bit. Don't do this, men. <laughs> And she continues to sing. And I felt like the Spirit of God said, what are you so worried for? What are you so upset for? 
you should be full of the spirit of the love and the joy of God. And so I started to sing. And I felt that this is what the Lord wants. Children of light are full of gratitude and worship. And I've come to the situation that Luann is not so strange. But all the ones that are around her are the ones that are strange. Because if you don't live this, then something's not right with you. She was perfectly normal before the eyes of God. And other people looked at her, huh? Huh? In the time that she's holding some cheese maybe in her hand, she's singing away. Children of the light will be worshipers. In verse 20, saying, In all times, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father. In the name of our Lord Messiah Yeshua, children of the light will be full of gratitude with thanks. Do you know what this means? They don't complain. <laughs> the main problem of the children of Israel from the time that they left Egypt, and it's a problem that still has not been remedied until today, it's complaining all the time. This is the biggest thing that I hate. Danny says he hates with the kids. And Lemur and Revital, his girls are laughing. And Shlomit. He's got three girls, but not to complain, but to say thank you. And I believe that this is one of the things that God really does hate among the people. Children of Israel are in the desert. They need water, right? And in the desert of Israel, as is the desert of Egypt, it's very hot. And only a few days ago, the Red Sea opened up. They walked through on dry land. And a few, day, a few days, later, days later, they're starting to complain. What? You brought us to the desert to die. We're thirsty. So he gives them water. Then he gives them manna. How much manna can we eat? How much manna? Okay, so let's give them some, some meat. And they're always complaining. Do you know what's really bad? Is when you get home, and then you start to complain at home. And it says that the children of Israel started complaining in their tents or in their homes. And this Danny is always speaking so much. And Vova, he's not such a good translator. And Maroon, that, he's just playing the drums so loud. And Karen should have known in her spirit that I wanted a certain song this morning. And there's all sorts of complaining. And I believe that God wants that the tribe of the children of the light that they will be people with a heart that's full of gratitude and thanks. They will not be complaining. Hallelujah, there's not enough salt in the food. Hallelujah, praise God, we've got food. I, believe, I remember once before, a few weeks ago, before the Shabbat morning, I wanted to take a shower, <laughs> and there's no hot water. <laughs> Danny wanted. And who's the first person I thought about? It's Gidon. <laughs> And he forgot maybe to fill up the solar. And all of a sudden, as that thought is going through my mind, and God says, thank the Lord that you have water. And I said, hallelujah, even cold water. So I say, thank you, Lord, that I have a heart full of gratitude and thanks. 
pay attention to the things that you complain about during the course of the day. God wants us to change these in our lives. A heart full of gratitude and thanks. Always saying thanks for what he gives to us. Thank you that even I am lacking something. Because the moment that you start to live it, then you will really start to be a testimony of the light of God. And then people around you will be able to see something different in you. And you will be children of the light. Children of the light. Now I'm speaking to the young people as well. Young people, listen. Young people, listen up. You will need to go against. You will need to go against the flow of what is going on around you. That young people, you will stay as virgins before you are married. It's very hard to find something like this now. Children of light, this is what you will be, virgins. Children of the light will not be shy or ashamed to tell of their faith. There will be some that will be older. And their dress, children of the light, their dress will glorify God, the way they are dressed. Oh, now we've gotten into this religious spirit, you might think. And it's not a matter of religious spirit. We need to live our lives in a way that we are showing the characteristics of God. And a few days ago, I was speaking with my wife. I was speaking with my wife about the fact that there's young people, especially women, young girls, and showing their, their stomachs in their dress that they're wearing. Oh, in many cases, um, we've noticed that those that are wearing these really short belly shirts are always pulling their shirts down. And so why are they really wearing these shirts if they're always trying to pull their shirt down? And our natural man is, is to hide ourselves. That's what the natural man does, not to show ourselves. And the worst part is that if you have the instance where you feel comfortable with this and you are not ashamed of it. And I'm not speaking about that you only come dressed properly like when I'm coming to the congregation. But I'm speaking about the every day of our lives, every part of our lives, every minute that we are dressed and walking as showing the characteristics of God. Children of the light will not be drawn into the children of the darkness and the work of the darkness, but they will be able to draw the children of darkness into the light. I want to finish with verses from 1 John. Scripture verses that are very familiar to each of you. They're very strong scripture verses. In the first chapter of 1 John, verses 5, 1 John, verses 5, chapter 1, verse 5, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So God is light and there is not one spot of darkness in him. In verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie and we are not practicing the truth. Think about this with love. If there's somebody that we know that is walking in darkness, and on the second part he says, I believe in God, he is lying to himself because God doesn't see you like this. In order for you to have true fellowship with God, 
the main place and the only place that you will have true fellowship with him is in the light. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Yeshua, his son, cleanses us from all sins. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have true fellowship, true relationship with him. And you know what's so wonderful? Then we have true relationship and fellowship one with another. One walks in the, fl in, the, in the light, and if one walks in the darkness, there will never be true fellowship and relationship. But when two walk in the light, then there's real fellowship. There's true love. Then he says, then the blood of Yeshua, Messiah, cleanses us from all sins. Then we have forgiveness. When you put off the acts of darkness. So I started this message with the fact that I had a revelation when I was in the army. And I saw myself truly right before the Lord as I really was. Then that brought me to a situation that I come in repentance to the Lord. And for an hour and a half, I just asked the Lord to forgive me for all of these things that came up in my life that all of a sudden I remembered. And the moment that I revealed these sins and opened up these sins to the Lord, then I felt the forgiveness of Yeshua. Then I felt the love. We are getting ready here for Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, and for the 10 days of awe between Rosh Hashanah and the Day of Atonement. These are 10 days that each Jewish person is called upon to check themselves before the Lord. But the wonderful thing is that you can bring your sins before the Lord and you can receive the forgiveness and the atonement for your sins that God has made available through His Son, Yeshua. I want to tell you that my sins were completely erased, blotted out. He forgot them. God forgot them. Because I chose to come to the light, to stand, in a sense of speaking, naked before the Lord. Verse 8, if we say that we have no sin, we, deceives our, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And this is one of the things that sometimes we hear ourselves saying, I'm not such a bad person, I'm a good person. I'm, I'm not a sinner, I'm, I've always done good works and acts throughout my life. I hate to tell you this, but the scripture says there is none righteous before the Lord. No one can give you a paper or a degree saying that you are righteous because God the Lord is the one who judges the thoughts of the heart of the person he knows exactly what's in the heart of a person Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah 17 it says the man's heart is wicked and full of deceit it says that our heart is wicked there's always going to be in our heart the thoughts to do wrong and to do not the right way. We are all sinners. We are all sinners here. And the moment that we come to this reality, if we confess our sins in verse 9, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When I realize that I have sinned, 
then it causes me to confess. Then the power of the Lord comes and is released to forgive and to, to cleanse me. God calls us to be children of the light. Those young people here among us, the things that you are going through in school or in your daily lives, the challenges, the expectations that come upon you are much stronger than things that some of us, older ones of us, have gone through. But I, one thing I know that the Yeshua that is in us is stronger than the one that is in the world. He can give us the power to walk in justice and walk in purity. I ask each one of you to stand. I'd like to ask our young people to come forward. And I'm asking Tess to come. We're going to be singing um, a song from John chapter 3, verse 16. From John 3:16, And in one verse, this scripture talks about the whole gospel, all the love. God has spoken to me that together we as a congregation should raise the standard by which we are. Because those that are of the tribe of the children of the light, God will use them stronger than he will use anybody else. We're going to sing this song. Let's be in prayer. I want to give an opportunity this morning for those of you that have heard the word to respond to the words that you've heard from the Lord this morning. Amen. Like we read, if we are faithful, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. God is here, Yeshua is here to forgive and to cleanse us and to purify us. I want to give an opportunity for our children, our teenagers that are here, but also for our adults to come forward to say, Lord, I want to be part of the tribe of the children of the light. If this is something that is spoken to you and you want to be part of this decision before God and the people around here, then I want you to come forward to this stage area and we come forward and we're going to pray. The young people, young people that are here, Father, we, we want to pray for the young people that are here, that they would be part of this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and his countenance be upon you and give you his peace. In the name of Messiah, Yeshua, go out and be children of the light.